What is up, people? You are listening into the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. It's 2023. Happy New Year to our listeners. We got a great show lined up for you guys today. We'll be talking about the latest rumors involving secret wars. Um, that might be a bit of a spoilery conversation. So for those who don't want any spoilers, maybe you want to you know, hide your ears or maybe fast forward. We will be talking about some major rumors regarding what we'll be seeing in Avengers uh, Secret Wars, a, a major movie in 2023 for Marvel. Um, maybe their next Endgame type event. Uh, if you listen to some of the tea leaves or hear some of the tea leaves that, that's going out there. So we'll talk about what we're, we're hearing from that. Also, some very interesting developments about what may be happening in Captain America New World Order and how it may continue to connect to the X-Men universe. So we'll talk about that. Charlie Cox talking about how his Daredevil character may be slightly different than the Netflix version. We'll discuss that as well. And 2023, so we will talk about our most anticipated movies of the new year. So big show lined up. I know we've been on a mini hiatus on the podcast, so uh, we're back. This is going to be a big year for New Generation. Really excited uh, to be on here. Full team in-house, so uh, let's get to it. Joining me are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart. Sham, Happy New Year. What's up, man? Happy New Year, EJ. Um, yeah, man, just, you know, uh, you know, another year. Um, 2022 was quite a year. Um, you know, a lot happened and, and um, you know, a lot in the, uh, definitely a lot in terms of like the, the um, uh, what we talk about on the show. So, um, so yeah, just happy, happy to be here for another year. And um, happy to, to be on the show with you guys. Yeah, always happy to have Sham in house. We got Kendall also in the building. Kendall, what's up, man? Happy New Year! Happy New Year, man! It's been a been a while uh, since we've been on here. A lot, a lot been lots been going on, but um, yes, excited uh, to to kick the year off uh, in this in this realm. Um, I think we definitely ended on a strange note with all the DC stuff. Uh, I don't think anybody would have uh, guessed where we'd be at when it came to, when it comes to DC uh, six months ago. But this is where yeah. we are. This is where this is where we are uh, with DC Studios, and uh, this will be a mostly Marvel centric show. Um, but mainly because DC has been quiet the last couple of weeks, uh, pretty much since. James Gunn's gone and his uh is uh you know I I I don't want to call it uh, anything negative but you know he's gone on his reshuffling of yeah the, yeah his re- his, uh, his uh his um yeah his rehaul you know like you know, yeah his, his, his overhaul yeah yeah his overhaul yeah that's a better word yeah um and and so yeah I mean we could do a whole podcast on everything that's happened with DC but um. I wouldn't have a lot of good things to say, so <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll focus on Marvel this week. <laughs> yeah, we'll it is a Marvel. Eventually, throughout the year, there'll be plenty of things to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. This this, this is mostly a Marvel podcast, Marvel episode this week. Um, it, it, a, lot, a lot's been happening with DC, but it's almost so much chaos with DC that I, I almost need the DC stuff to kind of just like settle in a little bit before we get into anything because rumors come out and then the next day. Uh, 
Gunn says that's not true. So it's just like, I mean, I, we could talk about a topic and then the next day he could say that that's not true and say that that's not happening. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's very odd what's going on over there. I don't really blame Gunn as much. You know, I know there's a faction of people who, who can't stand him, obviously, for what's going on. But really, he's he's he, he's given the green light by David Zasloff. And anything that you, you you're any discontent you have with D.C. right now in terms of some of the uh, big changes that they're making, uh, he was it was it's all greenlit by the guy who took over Warner Brothers Discovery. And he, he wants to have a a a entity with D.C. that is comparable to Marvel. He's hired Gunn and Saffron to do that. So he's given them carte blanche. So even though there were some promises made to various actors like a Henry Cavill, Dwayne Johnson, that certain things were going to happen, once Gunn got into the fold, all that went to the side. So so there's a lot of uh, uncertainty going on. As of right now, it doesn't sound like the Batman's been touched very much. That was one of the big rumors that he, he, dis- he debunked while we were off the uh on the on this episode on these episodes of hero talk was that apparently that the batman uh that they, they they had already had plans to incorporate the batman into whatever dc films was going to do in creating a new universe and gun either that day or the next day said that's not true so uh who knows what's happening over there i think it's pretty much happening really in real time so you're seeing these reports come out maybe they're just ideas maybe they're just rumors and they get into these outlets and then Guns having to shut them down pretty much on site. So a very fascinating thing happening over at DC. It's been a little bit of a slower week this week. So so not much on that end other than your typical wild rumors that happen uh, from uh, from day to day. So so we're, there'll be plenty of DC to talk about in 2023. But we do want to, uh, before we continue this episode, talk about uh, Jeremy Renner. So fans worldwide are praying for a speedy recovery for the actor. Uh, the Hawkeye star was injured in a snowplow incident in Nevada over the weekend. He just Tuesday, we're recording this podcast on Tuesday, and literally the same evening we recorded, uh, he posted a photo uh, from his hospital bed to Instagram thanking his fans for the well wishes. Renner's publicist says the actor was clearing driveways so that family members could exit his Nevada home after spending time together over the holidays when he had uh, had this accident that happened with this snowplow. He's already undergone two surgeries uh, after sustaining blunt chest trauma and other orthopedic injuries. He remains in the ICU in critical but stable condition. Um, his publicist says he is making progress, which is obviously great to hear. Um, in the picture that he posted, he does look beat up. There's a lot of bruising on his eye and his face. So, um, you know, really all we can say is, you know, obviously our, our thoughts and prayers to, to Jeremy Renner. Um, and, you know, terrible situation to hear what happened to him. And we hope for uh, we hope for a speedy recovery. Sham, any thoughts on on uh, on the on the Renner incident? Just hoping for a positive outcome. Um, I mean, we already, of course, have one now in that in his the update that he sent, and I'm I'm glad he was able to, um, <clears throat> you know, post that photo and and show that he's he seems to be in good spirits. Um, you know, it's just uh. Just glad he's all right. Um, I, I I believe I even said on our last show that I was gonna kind of try to rewatch Hawkeye because I thought it was a great show and yeah and um, you know it's um, I think that's been one of the better things from Disney Plus and I thought you did a great job in the show and it's a shame it's a shame that you know he had that accident but it, just glad that he's that it wasn't worse and 
and uh, you know, just uh, just hoping that he pulls, he uh, has a speedy um, recovery. Absolutely, and Kendall, when you think about uh, Jeremy Renner and just kind of not not just what he's done with the Marvel franchise, but also kind of what he's done as an actor overall. Just a lot of the action movies he's done, of course, the Jason Bourne stuff. Um, he he has he's had an imprint on Hollywood. So so it, clearly a lot of people are wishing the best for him. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, no matter how you feel about Jeremy Renner, I mean, he, this is a a guy like you said that's that that's made an made an impact and and for certainly um a, a big piece of the of the puzzle in this industry, but um yeah, I mean, we just like you said we all wish uh, wish him the best in uh, speedy recovery. Um, you know, obviously, like you said, the, the 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 description of the accident wasn't uh, certainly wasn't great to hear. No. Um, you, you know, you hope that uh, you know he can he can make a full one hundred percent recovery. And you know, depending on what depending on what uh. You know, he wants to do with his life. Once he wants to do what he wants to do with his career, he can, he can do all that in uh, in a timely fashion. So, um, yeah, I'm you know, I'm I'm uh, wishing him all all nothing nothing but uh, nothing but love over here. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know, as we do this show as well, you know, of course, this is hero talk, but we do sports talk. Uh, we'll be dropping the episode of sports talk later this week. And we'll be talking plenty about it, but I do uh, just want to send um, well wishes uh, to uh, Demar Hamlin of the uh, Buffalo Bills. He suffered a cardiac arrest during a Monday Night Football game this week, and in a very scary scene in Cincinnati. Not not a scene that anybody wants to see. The game was suspended, um, and we, we'll talk plenty about that on Sports Talk this week. But uh, everyone here, we want to send our, uh, our our prayers and our thoughts with Demar Hamlin and his family, in, in a in the Buffalo Bills organization and the NFL. Uh, you know, as a whole, you know, it's it's, it's a it's just a, a really awful situation, and uh, we're wishing him the very best, and we hope that uh, he can he can he can also recover from 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 his uh, cardiac arrest that he suffered during that game. So uh, we'll talk more about that on Sports Talk, but we'll, we'll let's get to more of some of this stuff happening in the world of superhero news. So. Uh, Avengers Secret Wars could be shaping up to be one of the biggest team ups yet, according to recent rumors. Insider uh, at My Time to Shine Hello tweeted recent that Hugh Jackman's Wolverine and Tobey Maguire's Spider Man are set to meet and fight alongside each other in the movie. So that would be, you know, obviously major, you know, these are two uh, pillars uh, and really the, the, the pillars of what started the superhero movie era that we've been in uh, could be a potentially particularly with Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the Marvel side could actually be showing up in this same movie for the MCU uh, the Marvel Studios, the premier uh, studio when it comes to making these superhero movies. Uh, there have been other rumors saying that Marvel is seeking to not just uh, sign uh, Jackman and Maguire to these movies, but to kind of make Avengers Secret Wars uh, kind of grounded in legacy characters. So, obviously, Deadpool could play a role, but maybe some of these Fox, uh, Fantastic Four characters, maybe other Sony characters, they want to bring those characters into the fold 
for the Avengers, uh, uh, Avengers Secret Wars movie. Meanwhile, that same account also tweeted that Marvel's plan is to have our heroes fight Kang in Avengers Kang Dynasty. So you're talking about, and this is where we get into a spoiler conversation. So again, spoilers, we don't want to know more about this. But the, the plan that, that they, they fight Kang in Kang Dynasty, but then in uh, Secret Wars, there is a variant of Kang, a more powerful variant that they then have to face. That's where we get these legacy characters come in, but that will not be Kang the Conqueror. It will be the Beyonder who would be a variant of Kang the Conqueror in that movie. So a lot to unpack there, Sham. What's the first thing that come that that you, that you want to pick apart in terms of this alleged plan that Marvel has for Secret Wars? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of just information coming out. It's, it's honestly, I mean, it's honestly too much information coming out. I mean, there's a lot of information coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, about these movies, we're fearing, oh, this is, okay, and then when they fight Kang, and then this is going to happen, and then this other Kang, and it's like, I mean, we didn't know this much about what was going to happen with, with Endgame and Thanos, you know? Yeah. Like, we didn't know. <laughs> Definitely not. Like, okay, first they're going to lose to Thanos, and then <laughs> half is going to get snapped, and then Another thing knows they're gonna go back. Like we didn't know all this. Like I don't yeah. want to know all this about Kane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this is way too much. This is way too much. So they really, <laughs> I to the point where like I hope this isn't true or or they still have time to like change this because this is like kind of like this is like this is like a spoiler. Like I mean, if I think we go yeah. into the movie and like we know this is gonna happen. Like that's a hundred percent a spoiler, especially if they're doing like a two part movie kind of situation where they're trying to do like what they did last time. Like, nah, it's definitely a spoiler. So, I mean, that's kind of my first initial reaction. It would be incredible that Hugh Jackman and um, Tobey Maguire would be in the movie. And that's a spoiler, too. But even that, just even with it being spoiled, would just be incredible. Yeah. Uh, I almost feel less offended by, like, learning that information than the Beyonder information. Yeah, me too. You know, it's like, you know, we know Jackman. Because these are two characters that have been in the MCU or will be soon. Yes. You know, we've already seen yes. Maguire in yes. an MCU movie. We're about to see Jackman in an MCU movie. So saying, okay, these characters are going to appear in another movie, that Not sounds like something that maybe, okay, they got the jump on Marvel announcing that at Comic-Con in San Diego in July. Okay, that's not, I, I don't get I don't get too crazy about that. You know, the whole, oh, we're going to get a bunch of these other legacy characters in here, and then uh, the Beyonder is going to be the, the, the villain. That may be a little bit, that, that's a little bit much for me, and, and you're kind of piecing out how that's going to play out. As Shamari said, uh, Kendall, that, that's not information that we knew going into Endgame. Yeah, I mean, you know, EJ, I think you gave uh, the, the Twitter account My Time to Shine, hello, uh, the benefit of the doubt by, by calling them an insider. Uh, I think the proper term is leaker. Oh. Uh, mm. You know, yeah, they... It's, it, it, you know, I mean, it's a it's a dangerous game they're playing. Um, I mean, I, I echo Jamari's sentiments in, in necessarily not being a fan of this new era of um, the, the scoop business where people just find information about movies and leak it. I mean, I, I you know, I'd venture to guess that this person either <laughs> works within the industry or knows somebody that's highly connected in the industry and is just feeding them information. But, um, but no, this is, um, 
uh, yeah, I mean, like like Shamari said, we did not know this kind of information going into Infinity War uh, and, and Endgame. Um, you know, I mean, and it it it, it, it affects uh, it affects what, what 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 we see going into the movie and how we it affects our 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 presence going into the movie. I mean, when you think about uh, you know, movies like Multiverse of Madness and, um, you know, you think about some of these shows that we've had, like, when you, you feel like, uh, you know, and also, this is also, by the way, how the rumors get started and the, you know, the speculation gets started on, oh, is, you know, are we getting this one in, in Multiverse of Madness or are we getting this one in Wakanda yeah. Forever or are we getting that one in Ant-Man? Right. You know, and... I mean, again, I, this person has been fairly accurate. Uh, I would hope that Marvel, we were so far out from a movie like Secret Wars, I would almost hope that they're almost throwing out false flags, you know, at this point. Like, they've gotten ahead of this yeah. system where, like, they know, like, like, like the Doctor Doom thing. I mean, you know, they'll tell you they never had plans for Doctor Doom. I don't know if I believe that, but regardless... They had a version of they clearly had a version of Wakanda Forever that didn't have Doctor Doom, and they decided not to, not to do it. Maybe in part because it leaked, you know, or even if it wasn't because it leaked, the fact that that was being reported, being rumored, whatever you want to call it, before you know a year before the movie came out. I mean, it didn't help them, but uh, the movie the movie wasn't the ending of the movie wasn't spoiled. So right. Um. So yeah, no, I mean. In terms of what we what we what the the outline that we've gotten so far, I mean, Secret War sounds like what you know. I think many of us, including myself, were, were hoping Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness would sort of look like. Um, mm. You know, I mean, and Marvel definitely didn't do themselves any favors by naming it Multiverse of Madness. Uh, you know, and making people think that we're going to get all these multiverse versions of people and. Being yeah, may, yeah, instead of about, multiverse of madness, maybe it should have been like multiverse of you know discontent or you know right, multi, right. multiverse of uh of concern. You know, right. you know calling it, it multiverse of madness, you know, suggests that it's going to be a lot Doctor going Strange on. versus Scarlet Witch. You know, like you know, nobody would 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 have speculated on who's showing up in Doctor Strange versus Scarlet Witch or something like that. If that's 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 uh what the title was, but. No, I mean, this is what I definitely think that this is what people uh, were hoping for. Um, and I think it's smart, you know, because I, I, long has long for, for a while now, people have wondered with this, quote unquote, new Avengers team, uh, would they do they have the gravitas to to compare and to replicate what was what was done in Infinity War? Um, can a team of Shang-Chi and Sam Wilson and you know, Yelena Belova and, you know, Captain Marvel and some of these people that, you know, who, who you know, who knows who's going to be in that in a part of that group. Shuri, like, can that, you know, <laughs> replicate what we got in Infinity War? And I, I mean, I think most people will tell you probably not. Well, I mean, all those, almost all those people that I mentioned were in Infinity War uh, on top of a lot more. But with that being said, if I told you that that wasn't that that was the team for King Dynasty, but that Secret War is going to have the people that you mentioned, um, Hugh Jackman and Tobey Maguire. Uh, if you get Robert Downey Jr. back, if you get maybe you get Chris Evans back, maybe it's Captain America, maybe it's Human Torch. Um, you know, maybe you get 
uh, you know, Bad Affleck, <laughs> Daredevil, like who knows what who knows what the the plan is. But point being, you know, obviously a bunch of a bunch more X Men characters, you know, could be in the fold as well. Maybe you get Michael Fassbender as Magneto, like all these different possibilities. You create um, a movie that now rivals the the likes of Infinity War and Endgame and Spider Man No Way Home. So, um, yeah, uh, and I think the Beyonder the Beyonder information is interesting because I, you know, not a character that obviously I'm super familiar with, but you, I mean, there are these I, I forget the I forget the YouTube channel. Our parents would know because uh, they're big onto in the in the Marvel YouTube space uh but there's a there's a youtube channel out there it's called like comics explained or something like that where they just go over random comic comic book series comic book series issues characters concepts and they just explain it 10 15 minutes and there's a video that they have on the beyonder it was made like five years ago like they, mm-hmm. they almost make these things knowing that like eventually this is gonna be this is gonna right. be a movie concept that people are gonna want to you know read up on this person's history um, or, or listen to this person's history, and so I watched I, I watched a good portion of, of, of their video on the Beyonder, um, and it, it, it's a it's an interesting concept of a character. Uh, definitely something that I could see them having Jonathan Majors play in terms of being more of a kind of a you know a flamboyant, cocky kind of you know all-knowing type of character is almost a little bit similar to the character he played in. I was going to say, he sounds Loki. a lot like uh, he, who, he Who Remains. About it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it sounds a lot like He Who Remains as well. So um, I could definitely see him portraying that character as a another version of the King, the Conqueror character that he's, that he's played. But um, there were a lot of fans that felt like Henry Cavill uh, <laughs> could have played the character. He definitely, the character in the comics looks like Henry Cavill, so that would have been funny. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, this is, uh, I think this is interesting. Again, not a household name, but I mean, I talked to Shamari, uh, last week on the phone about, you know, Dr. Doom being the villain of this movie made no sense, you know, and there were some people talking about, oh, it's going to be Dr. Doom. Now it seemed like that might have been the plan. I was like, that's going to be terrible. If that's the way their, their point of introducing Dr. Doom to making the villain of Secret Wars, it's a terrible idea. Um, this sounds a little bit better. Uh, although it's not the household name that Doctor Doom is. Yeah, it's it's so the Beyonder thing is very interesting. In some ways, it's almost more interesting than the legacy stuff because I I don't know. I mean, we've even heard that Robert Downey Jr. may be in the fold now for for Avengers Secret Wars. I, I think you know it's Secret War, so to me, anything is on the table. So nothing is really going to surprise me with that. Uh, I really dig the Beyonder as a main villain. Making them a, a a variant of Kang is interesting. I have to kind of get more information on how they would make the way. Well, I don't know if I need more information on how they make it work. It's clear I'd make it work. But I guess I have to know exactly, you know, how that would play out and to see if I really would dig that. But the Beyond is interesting because you Kendall made a good point about saying everyone running to Doom being the person who would be the villain of Secret Wars. And that is recency bias because the. Most recent iteration of Secret Wars, I believe it was the third version of Secret Wars. Forgive me if I'm wrong on that. Uh, it's a book that I read. John Hickman wrote. Uh, Doom is the villain of that. And he creates uh, these multiple different universes um, in order to save the overall kind of multiverse 
uh, he he creates kind of one one world that is that is that is a mishmash of multiple different universes, and it's a great book. I suggest anybody check it out. Doom is is a beast in it, but it, it because of that, people are saying, oh, well, you know, well, they got the Fox deal, and now uh, now they use Doctor Doom. So of course that means this is a great way to use Doctor Doom to be uh, in the, the the villain of Secret Wars. But the problem with that to me always was like Doom amassing that amount of power like you needed like the 50 60 70 years of like other doom comic books for that like to like make sense so to, like introduce doom as like this person to begin when you haven't even introduced the fantastic four yet I, that part of it i just never added up unless they were gonna just put him in fantastic four and just like shoot him to the moon in terms of power in the next movie, I mean, like they could have. I mean, he's Doctor Doom, I guess, but that just seemed seemed very complicated. The Beyonder is the original villain of the old Secret Wars comic books. He's the person that creates the secret, the Secret Wars, uh, you know, battle worlds that 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 unfold. So, like to me, it's like I kind of am impressed by Marvel that they would say we're going to be kind of true to the combo origins of Secret Wars, we're going to do a true original Secret Wars. We're not going to be so, like, enamored by, like, the recent Secret Wars, though I, I really like the new Secret Wars. That, that to me, uh, that, to me, will make a little more sense. But, um, or rather, that would be a little more interesting. But that, 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 that really struck me, because I was like, wow. Like, I remember watching the Beyonder on, like, this, you know, Spider-Man animated series when they did the Secret Wars comic, uh, you know, uh, arc on that show. Being like, wow, I never heard of this guy before, but this is clearly he's got a lot of power, and me and thinking and kind of forgetting that. Oh, right, he is the character in uh, that 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 Star Secret Wars. Like, why wouldn't you do uh, a, a Secret Wars movie with the Beyonder? It's just because he's not the household name Doom is that we just ran to someone else who also has big tie to the event Secret Wars. Yeah, I mean, it'd be. It, I mean, I. Hmm. I mean, I think it would be. I think it would be interesting for them to to. To kind of like, I guess you could say, change, the, canon or, and I don't know. I mean, I, I personally, I don't have any kind of problem with it as someone that that personally just hasn't didn't read through the comic as it was going on or or as any of the iterations of Secret Wars was going on, so. I mean, to me, it's still largely a new story. I feel like it would be to a lot of other audiences as well. Right. So I don't think that it will. I don't think that it will cause too much friction if they were to just make Kang, make a version of Kang the Beyonder, or or not. I still feel like, like you guys were saying before, that all this could just either not be true, or could, <laughs> or it could just be things that they're just putting out just to throw people off the set. I kind of hope that's what's going on. Could be things um, that they're considering, but like, yeah, or things that they're, that are just on the whiteboard. Like, like you, you know, cause they have, I mean, you know, they have at least another year to, to change some of these things or, you know, these are either details, albeit major details, but these are, are details that can be adjusted. I mean, I mean, we talked about it. Two years ago, we were certain, not not certain, but we were, it was heavy speculation that Dr. Doom was going to be the one pulling the strings in Wakanda forever. And then that plan never came to fruition. So, I mean, it's possible that none of this 
will, will come to fruition either and that they, you know this movie ends up being something different than what is being talked about um i think it's good for marvel that they do have a plan um yeah. and that they're not just they're not making secret wars just to make it and you know now then on the back end trying to figure out all right well who are we putting in this movie and who's the villain of this movie blah 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 um but i just you know it, I, I mean i just think marvel's got to do a better job of keeping this stuff under wraps i don't know what i don't know how that happens um you know, I don't know what what they do to 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 make that a, a priority, but I mean, we're I mean, our next story that we're going to talk about, um, you know, also involves some you know leaks in the some 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 leaks, uh, some cracks in the armor, so to speak, and some water getting through uh, to the public. So, common yeah, being, yeah, yeah, leaking has become a problem. Definitely with superhero movies, been I know you guys have talked about it being a problem with the Star Wars franchise as well, and and we we saw that again with this uh, new information regarding Captain America: New World Order. So uh, a lot happening in that movie already. You got the leader, you got Captain America being Sam Wilson. So you already got you know some Hulk stuff happening. Red Hulk being the president. <laughs> so a lot yeah. going on already in, in Captain America: uh, New World Order. But the the kind of the, the 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 center of the conflict in the movie that was revealed uh, by uh, Can We Get Toast on Twitter surprised a lot of people. Um, so again, we go back to another kind of scooper situation here, and according to uh, to that to that uh, to that scooper account, the the plot's going to center around the fight for adamantium. Yes, that's right. Adamantium, the, the 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 metal that you know is coats Wolverine's uh, bones and and is uh is instrumental to you know kind of the backstory to Wolverine and his uh, metal claws. Apparently, the center of the Captain America New World Order uh, plot. So let me kind of explain that. So apparently, the uh, if you guys remember what happened in Eternals, um. Uh, there's, there was an emerging celestial that was coming essentially out of the Earth that uh, gets stuck because they they stopped the celestial from, from actually appearing. And, and we actually see that the celestial has, has not actually been moved. It, it, is, it, it remains uh, a, a resting place. And now the word is that this uh, celestial will kind of be where adamantium is produced. So that indestructible metal that uh, Wolverine has, it will be uh, originated from uh, Tiamat Island, which would be where the Celestial uh, broke through in at the end of uh, Eternals. So, Kendall, uh, you kind of broached this uh, topic just a couple of minutes ago regarding this idea. What do you make of this? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like First of all, it sounds like we talked about how Kane Dynasty and Secret Wars are, are a part one and a part two. It, it very much sounds like New World Order and Thunderbolts are going to act as a bit of a part one, part two sort of movie. Because mm-hmm. um, it sounds like a lot of these concepts that we were talking about in this movie are going to play a factor in the Thunderbolts and going to be a main piece of that movie. Um, I think that a lot of these concepts that are being talked about 
um, in terms of adamantium and the, the race for adamantium and how it pertains to, uh, you know, trying to find a, an alternative to vibranium. Uh, I mean, those, that's, that's a concept that was introduced in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. um, which I find interesting. Uh I think it, I mean I think it's I think it's kind of weird in terms of uh you know obviously adamantium historically is is uh associated with Wolverine you know it's associated with 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 mutants and you know we I mean we don't know for a fact if this will have any tie to Wolverine as far as we know it doesn't as far as we know this is just uh, this is this is a tie-in to New World Order, which will tie into Thunderbolts, and um, but it sounds like a lot. I mean, that's why I mentioned Part One, Part Two, because I feel like there's no way that Captain America: New World Order is going to be about all of this stuff. Like, I mean, you know, will Red Hulk be in it? Maybe. I mean, you know, we've had we had that discussion. When he was hot, when Harris Ford was casted, I thought Red Hulk would would eventually be a thing. I didn't know if it'd be in this movie, if it'd be in the Thunderbolts, but like beyond beyond that part, like now you throw in uh throw in a celestial uh, a frozen celestial that now becomes an island, the island of Genosha, uh for, for lack of a better term. Um, it is something that that's what, that's what that was the overall direction they were trying to go. That yeah, would be Genosha, and 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 you throw it being a harvest a, a harvester of adamantium, and that that being the sort of the, the McGovern or that being the the main plot piece of of the movie. I mean, again, it's a lot. It's a lot, particularly for a, for a Captain America movie. I don't know where the leader plays a role in any of this in any of this, but we do know he's supposed to be the villain. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it, again, I don't know where all this comes into play combined with uh, how this fits into the Thunderbolts, which it sounds like it, it will. Um, but I mean, I am interested. I mean, I'm, I'm interested by because when you told me the President Ross, the President Ross part with the Red Hulk and all of that combined, it, it, it to me it answers the question of why why recast. Thaddeus Ross and why recast him and make him Harrison Ford, you know, because do do it for him to just be the guy that we you know be a version of the guy that we've seen before would have felt like a lot, uh, would have felt a little unnecessary. Um, but if you if you're telling me he's gonna be the president and he's gonna be the president, that's the Red Hulk, you know. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, uh. It becomes a role that's far more important. So, and if he's especially, especially if he's the villain yeah. or a villain, yeah, yeah, and he's the president that's uh, you know, trying to secure adamantium for the United States, that also would, would yeah, add add a level of importance to this film. Funny when I when I when I Shamar, Shamar, when I heard this rumor, and 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 this this idea that it would be multiple countries, uh, as uh, as this Twitter account. Put uh, adamantium is going to first appear in Captain America: New World Order. It will show up on Tiamat Island. Countries will go to war over it being an open resource on unclaimed land that could be more valuable than vibranium. Like my first thought was, like you could do a lot with this. Like in terms of bringing other countries into the fold, 
Uh, could you bring in a Captain Britain to the fold? Could you bring in um, an Alpha Flight to the fold? Like that. That was the first. That was one of the first thoughts I had. Was like, well, what if you know uh, Department H in Canada also is one of these countries that's you know very interested in this uh, in this land, and, and, and Alpha Flight comes into the fold, and you get all those characters. Like there was some excitement with all with with, with the possibilities, but then. At the same time, you almost have to like temper it because you know this is again supposed to be a Captain America movie that already has the leader in it, and um, and you know of course a new Captain America, a new Falcon as well. Like, how much could you really throw into this film? Yeah, I mean that's kind of the, that's kind of one of the, one of several problems I'm, I'm having with this. It's just. <clears throat> Uh, first of all, it's just too much going on here. I mean, I, it, to the point where, like, I hope there are. All right, so I, I, I honestly, I kind of want to start with this, and I told Kendall this because mm-hmm. we had briefly spoken about this yeah. uh, previously, and Kendall knows the first time. I, I, first, when he told me this, I was just like, "So we're getting all this stuff with no X Men? No, <laughs> we don't even know who Professor X is, or." Who Cyclops is? We don't we don't know anything. There were aren't any mutants, and we're getting all this stuff about Genosha and adamantium, and it's it's like this is just it's just getting too much, you know. To me, I think it's just it's getting just way too much. What they should do is first of all, this movie should be about Captain America. It should be about Sam Wilson being Captain America. That's a good part of good this a, a a good portion of what Falcon and Winter Soldier was about, and that's why it worked to me. Um, so this movie should be about that, and not about adamantium, and uh, you know anything anything like that. Really, to be honest, I mean, if they want to have like a maybe a minor Easter egg about that, I mean maybe, but it certainly shouldn't be a major plot in the movie, and um. It just sounds like it's, it just sounds like there's there's too much going on. And like you said, I mean, the leader is supposed to be involved in this. What, what does he have to do with this? Yeah, remember, uh, remember, uh, uh, forgive me, I can't remember the the the, the writer's name, um, who's mm-hmm. you know the showrunner of Captain America. Uh, I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier, who was writing this. Malcolm Spellman. Spellman, yeah. I remember he talked about how he was really excited <laughs> about making this like a like a chess match between you know Captain right. America and the leader. I'm like, where does uh, Red Hulk uh, and Adamantium? <laughs> where's all that going yeah, to the play? Yeah. And, and when we're the, talking, when we're talking about uh, you know a chess match between the leader and Captain America, that? which I was okay with. I was I was interested in. Yeah, absolutely. And and I told Shamari the other piece of this that's weird to me, and it, it's you know it, it, I think it's it's not a big deal, but and and maybe it's me projecting my own opinions of certain movies, but I I don't know if it's smart for Marvel to. To t- to really shoehorn in the 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 eternal, you know, or the celestial from the Eternals. Yeah, doesn't it, yeah, it doesn't it feel yeah, like they're trying to make that movie important, like important, in retro, yeah. in retro in retrospect. Yeah, like we yeah, all kind of were hoping that that movie was important when we were watching it. Then we watched right, it, and we were like, this doesn't seem very important. Like, and now you're like, oh, let's write some some flim flam in there to make it important. <laughs> right. They they intentionally during the movie were, were kind of trying to. Ignore everything else and make it a singular movie in it in that takes place in the MCU. And like you said, now now all of a sudden, remember that Eternals movie? I mean, how many people are gonna be watching this, being like, 
oh, I, either, oh, I didn't really even like that movie, or I forgot what happened to that movie, or I didn't even see that movie. I didn't see that movie, you know? right. Yeah. And now we have this giant head sticking out of the the the, the, the earth, and it's supposed to be a, a, a major plot point. I mean, I don't know. Again, all of this is, is it's all speculation at this stage. Uh, Marvel hasn't come out and said that this is what the movie is going to be. Um, you know, we have to wait for trailers and casting and whatever else before we can officially uh, uh, give our take on this. I also saw, I want to say, I want to say it was my time to shine. Hello again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there was a report that uh, Jessica Chastain yeah. was being eyed for the villain. For the, the main, main villain. villain. So I'm like, I thought we, I thought we already had the main villain. Yeah, I thought the main villain was, was the uh, leader. Was the leader. And then there was another report saying the main villain was Red Hulk or President Ross. So I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. But second of all, yeah. the last time I saw Jessica Chastain as the main villain of a Marvel movie, it was, it was a complete train wreck, disaster. It, it, yes. The movie was 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 bad. And Jessica Chastain was worse as the villain than the yeah. movie was. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know how you know as a as a scout, you could watch somebody be like, yeah, this guy, this guy was bad last time I saw him play quarterback. I want him to be my starting quarterback. <laughs> you know, yeah, like that's unless yeah, unless they think he's like uh, they think she's like Geno Smith. Be like, oh, just get him in the right system with some good coaching. Get him in the right system. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right no, they just need another shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, what, what's Gino uh, saying? Uh, yeah, uh, they, they, they wrote me off. They, they wrote me off. I ain't right back. I ain't right back. That's just Kajastin. <laughs> 2024. Yeah, that, yeah, did you see Finn Jones? That's Finn Jones' statement. Uh, Finn Jones yeah. was talking. He was talking a little spicy, talking about how uh, you know he wants to prove people wrong, <laughs> and he getting another shot at a at a at being once, Danny once, Rand. Yeah, once Feige got got control of everything, now all of a sudden he's. Uh, you know, and you see the Disney checks that are going to be <laughs> now. All of a sudden, he's he, he's back on board with being uh, Iron Fist. But, yeah, he, he sees uh, everybody else in the Netflix first about to get this bread. He's like, "Well, where's my check?" You know. So yeah, now Finn Jones wants to start popping off. It's like uh, maybe you should, you know, I don't know, uh, worked out and learned the choreography and read your lines and got in shape when you were doing the show. Maybe more people would actually, you know, want you back as Danny Rand, who's an I will say important character to the Marvel universe. Uh, you know, last time we 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 had a show, I'll I'll, I'll give myself a, a a mini victory lap. I I called. We talked about Spider Verse, and we were like, "What Spider Man character do you want to see?" And I said, "Spectacularly Spider Man." Yeah, didn't and I say that? I was like, "There was no way that was gonna happen," or something like that. <laughs> I I don't remember. Uh, I, maybe I'm giving myself. Maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit. But like, yeah, I don't I don't know if you said no chance that was gonna happen, but um, but still. I was surprised they confirmed it like a week later. That was I, nice. I, I, again, that was, that was one of those where I didn't want to know. But yeah, um, but yeah, spectacular yeah. Spider-Man gonna be in C- uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, and I think we'll be talking a lot about Spider Verse when we get to the end of the show, talking about the most anticipated films. But uh, when I think about this this new world movie, new world order movie, before we move on, I'm kind of rem- remembering some of the other people that would be in it. Remember, um, uh, we'll have uh, Sabra. Uh, the Israeli uh, superhero uh, Shira Haas is going to be playing her. Uh, Carl Lumbly's Isaiah Bradley is also going to be in this film. Like, I mean, for what it's worth, I know we're saying there's a lot in here, 
But it does kind of make sense, though, that, like, if you're saying, oh, other countries are going to be involved, when you consider there's an Israeli superhero going to be involved, or oh, we know uh, Red Hulk's going to be involved, okay, now if you're adding uh, Jessica Chastain into the fold, well, yeah, maybe she's another person from another country. Some people have, have, have speculated she's Sin, you know, Red, uh, Red Skull's daughter, which is that, that rumor has been speculated a long, for a long time, that yep. Sin was going to be some kind of was going to play some kind of role in this uh in this movie you know we all we had all this leader stuff so then we put that to bed but now with chastain showing up maybe that's where they go yeah i mean look jessica chastain is a very good actress uh, you know in a vacuum so i i know she had a disastrous run as whatever she was in that x-men movie i don't even remember to be honest i i, I don't even uh i don't i don't care to remember to be honest but uh whatever her role was she was awful um, it was all, she was awful. It was an awful movie. I don't want to necessarily just say, okay, well, that's it for Jessica Chastain forever in superhero movies. We saw Ryan Reynolds, um, play maybe the worst lead in a superhero movie ever in Green Lantern. And now he's like, a, a you know, maybe the best superhero lead, well, at least currently people who are, who are still in their roles as, uh, as Deadpool. So, uh, I don't necessarily want to write her off completely, but yeah, that, that, this, this is, we need another Comic Con. I know that sounds greedy. I know we just had a Comic Con where they gave us a whole slate, so you, you would thought that put us to rest. But there's so many rumors, there's so much innuendo out there. We we almost need something else. Like we didn't, we, we expected we'd get some kind of uh, Disney Investor Day or something at the end of the year. We didn't get that. So right now we're just right, as of today we're just waiting until July. Like that's all we have. We have technically six months before we're gonna learn any other concrete information i'm sincerely hoping that it is not that long before we get some more info but uh but let's uh, let's talk about um one of those uh characters that that are confirmed uh, in this slate that came out at disney uh uh that at, at uh the uh comic-con uh last year uh daredevil uh daredevil born again so uh the star uh charlie cox he is casting doubt that the mcu version of Matt Murdock that will appear in the new Daredevil series will be the same as the Netflix version. So speaking with iNews, Cox said, quote, I don't think it's a different character. I think it's, it's maybe a different period of his life. I don't think my interpretation will change. They hired the same actor. We're saying this is a whole new era or variant. I haven't read the script, so I don't know, but like it's part of the multiverse. The only thing, the only way I'll, I'll change is tonally if if the only way I'll change is if tonally the show is very different. So the main words there in that conversation or in those quotes that I botched, so apologies for a poor reading of that, <laughs> um, were a variance and multiverse. So these are buzzwords. So there's a part of me that wonders, okay, is Charlie Cox just kind of saying nonsense, knowing that you know, using these words will throw us into a tizzy. But when you say that, you know, this is uh, a variant and it's something being a part of the, a multiverse, it suggests that you're you're setting the fans up to understand that this version of Matt Murdock is not the same as the Matt Murdock in the Netflix version. Shamar, do you buy that that is what he's definitively doing or do you feel like he's just trying to throw people off, their, off the scent of what they're actually doing? Um... I'm not sure. 
Um, now, full disclosure, I still have not seen Daredevil and She-Hulk. I know all the outrage. I still have to watch it. Dad, um, I have not watched that yet. Yeah, no, yeah, no. So I gotta watch it. <laughs> and you're like but, you were uh, like the the biggest Save Daredevil guy on the podcast. You were, yeah, you, know, yeah, you, yeah. you might as well have been on the front lines. You might as well. Yeah, been, I think they, you know what I think he'll do. Might, might as well authorizing the uh, the petitions and stuff. You know, I think I think what they did with Kingpin kind of kind of that might have uh, messed things up a little bit, making him all like like Shrekky, all huge and throwing cars all over the place and stuff like that, which he wasn't able to do. <laughs> And tanking all this, he didn't throw a car. He threw a car what? door. Throwing car doors, which he Please. couldn't getting do. Car, getting, getting cars ran into him and getting run him. over and taking the, tanking all the damage he took, all the electrical <laughs> shocks and all that crazy stuff that he wouldn't have been able to take in the MCU. He, clearly, they're making him supposed to. He's supposed to be superhuman. I thought it was going to be Shamari. Was like, I watched the first five episodes of She Hulk, and I was like, I don't know. Fast <laughs> That's hard. I like I like She Hulk. I, I I like. So did I. I think Shamari, I've told Shamari this multiple times. I think he, it, 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 it's a fun, it's a fun finale. Whether or not you like it or not, it's going to be people that hate it. But still, you should definitely watch it just for the experience and just to talk about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the, the finale is definitely a talker. And the Daredevil episode is definitely a talker, too. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, from what I did see of the Charlie Cox, I guess, in Spider-Man, um, I mean, I haven't seen anything to... That that would make me think that this can't be uh, the Daredevil from the show, or that it probably is not the Daredevil from the 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 show that we uh, saw, the Netflix show. Um, like you said, EJ, the way this way this quote is kind of said makes it, it makes you wonder if he knows what he's talking about. I was about to say he he, he says, says a lot for a guy who also said I, I don't have a script. Yeah, so it's like. <laughs> So like I don't know, honestly. It, I mean, it's hard to say. Um, I almost would like it if this was a variant because then you know, just because then okay, that Daredevil, the Netflix, that the Daredevil we got in Netflix exists, the Kingpin we got in Netflix exists, all the other stuff exists. This is just a different version of that. That's a very and, interesting. That'll be fine. That's a very fascinating way, and I don't know how Kendall feels. What? I don't think I've ever heard anyone think of it that way. Because most people who love that Netflix version feel like you have to have that Netflix version in the MCU in order to preserve it. but And to kind of make that Netflix series stand up as canon and as, you know, as, as significant. But you almost have the opposite thought, which I think is very interesting. And I don't, I don't hate it. I kind of dig it. That, like, by making... Now that we know this, this is a multiverse, and... We know that there are variants that by making that story a variant, you know that those characters still exist. And in some ways, that means that they could some they could appear. They could actually they, they could show up at some point or even if they don't you just know that that world still is around. That's a very weird. That's a very interesting way to think about it, Sham. Have you ever thought about it like that, Kendall? Um, I had not previously. Um. You know, I think we we all assumed and just, I mean, just, the, you know, listening to actor interviews, uh, whether it be D'Onofrio or Cox in the past, it made it seem as if it was likely the same person or that it was from yeah. a point of view of the same person. That's how you're supposed to view it as the audience. Um, 
and but the 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 variant argument does allow for some wiggle room where you can say this happened but this didn't happen um you know i mean look i think that these are characters we talk about daredevil and you talk about kingpin where i mean look it's they're not like daredevil's not spider-man he's not batman where you're like i don't need any origin at all to like to know who he is but yeah, or I don't. I don't have to have seen every moment of his life to to feel like I know who he is. Like you know, but he's there. But he's also a big enough character to wear. And most iterations are pretty similar. Where you said to yourself, if if it was a new version of Daredevil that was played by the same guy, um, I could assume that yes, he's gonna be pretty similar. You know. Maybe not every interaction was the same. Maybe not the the origin is going to be pretty much the same. Maybe not everything that we saw will be the exact same. But Matt Matt, Matt Murdock, the lawyer, is is always going to be Matt Murdock, the lawyer, who's blind, the blind lawyer, who's Daredevil at night. And so, from that perspective, I don't know if it's that drastic of a deal if it's not the exact same guy. The the most drastic part about it is not necessarily from a character standpoint. You know, like like we saw like you know Shamari Mechie didn't see She-Hulk, like we saw in She-Hulk, like we saw in Spider-Man No Way Home, you know, obviously pretty similar to 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 the Matt Murdock, you know, just Charlie Cox playing Matt Murdock like we've seen in the past. Um the the difference is when you do a full 18 episode series that's where the, that's where knowing whether or not that show happened in its entirety, the the previous series, the Netflix series happened in its entirety, is important because there's going to be potential contradictions that happen if that show isn't canon. So yeah, um, so yeah, I think that's that's going to be the most important part about it. But it's so weird how like because of this show being announced. I think I think a lot of people have forgotten that we still have Echo coming out, um, I believe later this year. And yeah, now there was so, there were some reports that that show is the I think the showrunner came out and said the show is delayed. Um, would not surprise me because we've gotten absolutely nothing from it. Um, yeah. But uh, but regardless of whenever it comes out, it, the show will come out before we see Born Again and before we uh, maybe before we see anything from Born Again. So. Um, I'm sure that'll certainly impact after we see Echo, we'll probably have a different interpretation. Just like after we saw She-Hulk, we had a slightly different interpretation. And after we saw Hawkeye, we had a slightly different interpretation of how these things will be played out. But um, I think that's a big piece of the puzzle as well. Yeah, it will be, it will be important. Um, Yeah. I think, I think for me, I don't know. I, I, I just feel, I feel like Charlie, might be pulling everybody's strings with these interviews he's doing at this point. Like he he's a, he's a master. Like he's been asked about this you know this character and uh, to possibly to come back for years now. Um, at some points he didn't know anything. At some points he didn't know something. He had to lie to everybody. So he's getting these interviews and he's saying things and it's like, I mean I don't know like why there would be confusion with understanding whether or not it's a new era or a variant. Um, and then you go to as part of a multiverse. But you don't seem all that sure. Like he's a lot smarter than that. So I feel like he he's having fun with these interviews. I think that he's telling us a lot of nonsense. 
Um, and then he goes back to saying, I haven't read the scripts. I haven't seen any of the scripts, which I tend to believe that part because we know Marvel can be very late with giving people scripts because they don't want them to get leaked. So uh, that I can understand. I'm sure he's gotten, you know, big story notes about what they want to do. But um, but because he hasn't read the script, I do wonder how much he really knows exactly about what they're doing with this character. So I'm not quite sure he's given us much of anything with these. I think if it if it were to be a variant of the Netflix version, I wouldn't have a huge issue with that. I think it's probably the cleanest way to do this. I do wonder because there was a steadfast, you know, kind of, I don't know if it's a rumor. It was just this feeling that like, oh, this show will definitely be rated for mature. And there may have been even early reports that it was going to be uh, for, for mature audiences, the first Disney Plus show to have that. Now there's been a lot of rumors recently saying that this is not going to be that. This is going to be, you know, I guess a TV 14 type of show or something like that, which would be very different than what had been initially been told. Say to hear those rumors come back to then this article or this these quotes from Cox that this is a variant, and he's talking about you know the only change would be uh, tonally if the show is very different from his standpoint of how he's playing Matt Murdock. That that does give me pause into wondering if 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 there is some credence to this, but I don't see a var- the variant is a bad thing. Um, it, it does because the Netflix universe has a canon that's fairly deep. I mean, you're talking about four, what is it, three seasons of Daredevil? Three seasons of Daredevil, two seasons of Luke Cage, uh, two seasons of Punisher, what, three seasons of Jessica Jones, two seasons of Iron Fist, a Defender season. Like, there's a that's a lot of TV. That's not that's a lot of shows, you know? And all those shows all in the same universe, and, and some of those characters interacting in major ways, or their stories being impacted. I could understand Marvel saying, I want a clean slate from that. I just hope that they are able to keep these characters as close to those characters as possible, to not change them really at all, and, and, and to kind of keep the tenets of those main uh, those main characters the same. You know, their, their personalities, their inner, their interpersonal relationships. As long as that's the same, I think variant, same version. I don't know if all that is um, as important. Sham, any last thoughts on 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 on, uh, on this Daredevil variant conversation? Um, I mean, I think just, you know, like I, like I said, and, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be totally opposed if, if he was a variant, if this, these were variant versions of the Daredevil characters that we know. Um, but yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, again, based on the quote, I don't know that that's exactly what he means or if he knows what he means you know, it seems very obscure. Um, but either way, I'm excited that we're getting Daredevil in the uh, MCU canon, and I think I think that I think that even just on its own is, is purely a good thing. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. So uh, let's wrap the show talking about 2023. It is a big year for movies, and of course, we gotta talk about the most anticipated movies of the year. So uh, Fandango. Had, uh, had had pulled 5,000 users to get their thoughts on the most anticipated films of 2023. And here is a list as it reads. So you have at number 10, Super Mario Brothers movie. Number 9, Creed 3. Number 8, The Hunger Games, The Ballads of Sun- Songbirds and Snakes. I didn't even know they were doing more Hunger Games movies, but I guess good for them. 
Uh, number seven, Mission Impossible, uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1. First comic book movie, superhero movie in the fold here at number six. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. At five, you have Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. At four, John Wick Chapter 4. And then uh, the top three all encompass superhero movies for most anticipated movies for 2023. So you got number three, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Number two, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And number one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Kendall, I got to say, I was stunned that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was number one here. And I still remain stunned how popular Guardians is as a franchise. I mean, you know, James Gunn has certainly become a bit of a lightning rod over the past four or five years. Um, Chris Pratt has kind of become a lightning rod over the past four or five years. But not just this list, but other lists I've seen and um, the conversations regarding uh, Guardians 3. I know they had their trailer come out a couple of weeks ago. I thought it was a really good trailer. There's a lot of excitement for this film. And, and, I, and I think that, you know, clearly more people like Guardians Volume 2 than I remember. Because there, there were plenty of people saying that this could shape up to be one of the best superhero trilogies ever if Guardians Volume 3 is good. Uh, are you surprised to see Guardians come in at number one? Um... I'm a little surprised to see Guardians at number one. You know, I mean, it's not. What were the other in the top three that you said? You said it was Spider Man. Spider Man and, and, of course, Spider Verse was two, and Ant Man and the Wasp was, was Ant Man, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I think that's one of those where you, it's your preference and what corner of the Marvel Universe you're most interested in. I mean, I, to me, I, I, I'm a little bit more interest, interested in Ant Man, but. Mm-hmm. But I like that's also some people may look at me and say, "Oh, you're kind of weird. You you're like you think Ant Man <laughs> right. is more is more popular than Guardians?" Like I just think with Kang being involved and you know right. they went, I think this movie's gonna be a little more serious and important than the other ones have been. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean I think Guardians it feels different because like you said, the last one was solid but not incredible, and uh, it's just like it's been so much time in between these movies like you know it's been a long time uh and then they were in thor but that was a very understated and lackluster appearance in that movie so um and then we did have the holiday special as well but yeah no uh guardians is interesting uh there is one omission that is that was not on the list that's a combo movie um i don't know if you guys caught it uh yeah the flash i didn't think about the flash uh, but yeah, the Flash is not two. on that. Yeah, movie. I don't know what, what movie you're thinking there, about. There, there, there's a Marvel movie in there as well. Um, that did not make the list. Oh, uh, I'm cheating. Sorry, the Marvels. Oh, the Marvels. The did Marvels not make the did, list did not even crack oh, the top ten. Wow, that's that's me. It's a it's a bold take, but I mean, I, I talked to Shamari about this a couple weeks ago, and I feel like when we talk about the state of Marvel Studios, I think a lot of people understand they're they're not in a great spot coming out of uh coming out of this last phase four. Um you know, I think a lot of people are disappointed with the product so far. Uh but I think when you talk about where they've missed is I think the biggest miss that Marvel's had over the last four years, we'll say, is I think Captain Marvel as a character has not been 
the character that they thought she was going to be uh, when they were scripting and planning this next phase of movies. Um, yeah. When when they when they initially were billing Captain Marvel, uh, they they had the idea that she was going to be their next Iron Man level. Captain America level, Thor level character, and that hasn't happened. Um, and so, when you when you when when it, you know it's like when you draft somebody or you sign a free agent, and you expect them to be your number one option, and you come to find out, they're they're not even better than they're they're not even better than they're not even best player at their own position. On your yeah, team. They're, six, they're a six man. Yeah, they're a six man. I mean, yeah. and you're paying them max money, it, it sets your team back. So I, I think that's that's a big that's a big part of where Marvel's at. Where you know they 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 thought Carol Danvers was a max contract kind of character, and the reception hasn't necessarily been that. Some of it's been unfair. Yeah. Some of it's been fair. However you want to frame it, but the reception hasn't hasn't necessarily been that. Um, I mean, we me and Mark talks about it. Frankly, the thing I'm most excited about. For that movie is to see Kamala Khan and you know, second is probably Monica Rambeau for it, you know. And I think that that's not a an uncommon opinion. I think a lot of people, I think, I think the, the there's a lot of apathy towards the, the, the Captain Marvel side of it, and I think there's a lot of excitement around the Miss Marvel part of this movie. So, yeah, yeah, I think that that's a, that's the, my biggest takeaway from this top 10. Yeah, I mean, I I, I want to get your thoughts on the top ten, Sham, but just on the Marvels thing, that's so interesting because I'm way more interested in the Marvels than Guardians Volume Three, personally. I I tend to agree as well, but it's no, just like like yeah, like so, but but yeah, I mean, this is a list, and you don't hear a lot of people talk about the Marvels. I totally forgot about the Marvels that not that didn't make this list. So that does tell you something right there. But yeah, I think when you talk about you know. Look, when when Endgame ended and you knew that, you know, it was the swan song, so to speak, because, you know, who knows what will happen. But the idea that, uh, you know, Hemsworth, Downey and and Evans were the backbone of the Marvel Universe, that 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 it ended, that, that we were entering a new era, an era where it was going to be Holland, uh, 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 Bozeman and, um, and 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 Brie Larson. And we, we, we tragically lost Chadwick Boseman, so we lose him. Holland's been everything you'd want. He's definitely been a franchise player. He, he's earning his max money. But but, he, but he's on a one-year deal every year. He's right, but deal. yeah, right. But he's the LeBron James <laughs> where he's signing a one-year deal every year. You, but you, could, yeah. you could lose him at any moment. Right, excellent point. And Cal Danvers is the, the person that's that signed, we think, long-term, and we think is supposed to be here forever. Like... That part of it has been, you know, underwhelming. Uh, uh, so, and a lot of that, I, I really, I blame a couple. Of that. I blame one, the billing, the billing combined with the writing of her character, could really set her up to fail because they build her as a must see character when the first movie was just not written to be a must see movie. I like the movie, but there's just nothing about her character in that movie that made this must see. Other than it was Marvel breaking the barrier of having the first female-led superhero movie, which was important, but DC just did it, so you're late to the punch. Yes. And otherwise, nothing must see about that film. 
And then he said, okay, well, don't worry. When she shows up in Endgame, like, this is going to be, like, legit. And she had a good run in Endgame, and she did her thing, but it just wasn't, like, you know, Iron Man is the is the one that makes the, the big save. He's the one that saves the universe. In some ways, it was, like, the only way it should have been. But the way they talked about uh, Captain Marvel being the, the, the one person who could probably stand up to Thanos, she didn't she didn't turn out to be that person. So they build her up as this franchise player, as this must-see character, but then they've given her no must-see moments since she's been involved. So when like we the, say, why is there... I agree. I, I, I'm very excited about the Marvel, but it's more for Kamala Khan than it is for uh, Carol Danvers. And that, to me, is the fall of Marvel. Marvel wrote a way more dynamic, way more fun, way more interesting character in Kamala Khan than they did and, with Carol Danvers. And when you talk about the fanfare part of it, uh, which is, I mean, this is a fandom. This is a yeah. This is what the entertainment is. business. Like the Scarlet Witch character is way more over. Uh, you know, the term yeah. that you, EJ you like to use, way more over of a character than oh my god, yeah. The Captain Marvel. I mean, you yeah. go on Twitter and you find a million Wanda fan, fan accounts. accounts. Yeah, you know, and you don't like, get the impression that these are bots. You get the no, these are yeah. These are real people. And I know because when I go to a Comic-Con and I see a million Scarlet Witch costumes, I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, this is real. Those, the, I, I don't know, I don't know if a Captain Marvel fan account exists. I don't, I, I don't know if I've seen one. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, if they do, they're very few and far between. Compared to and if the they do, they're probably fighting trolls who are sexist pigs, you know, 90% of right. the time. Yeah, or they're, or they're fans of the comic book character. As right. Opposed right. To the movie character. And, and so that's, like, and, and look, sometimes that happens where, you know, you have your sights set on one person being the, the franchise player and then someone else emerges. Yeah. And you have to sort of audible. Yeah. Um, but Marvel's at a point where they set this universe up. And granted, the Marvels could wind up being that breakthrough movie. I mean, we've seen time and time again in this, in, in this medium, we've seen it happen where. You know, character in the first movie is not as dynamic, and you know, but by the time we get to the sequel, people end up liking the character better. Yeah, you know, they they make changes to a character, an actor plays it a little differently, and all of a sudden it hits. So uh, maybe that'll be the case with this, but um, but yeah, you know, uh, but Shamari, what's your what's your take? Yeah, what are your thoughts on this uh, on this uh, on this list? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different, uh, honestly, there's a lot of different thoughts with regards to this list. So, I mean, of course, Spider-Man, you know, across the Spider-Verse is kind of getting its flowers here in this list being number two and it's an animated movie. Yeah, it's a huge, you know, Spider-Verse is going to do a stupid number at the box office. I mean, it's, it's so, the first movie was so good. The sequel... Yeah. I think the trailers to the sequel haven't been like super like you know like super gripping and it's still number two. I th- I mean I think that that on its own and it's Spider Man says everything and it's Spider Man. I mean come on, Spider Man brand coming off No Way Home, the next Spider Man movie. Yeah, it's like, I mean come on, like the, like this is gonna do stupid numbers and we got the new Spider Man game coming out as well. Yeah. Yep. And if that comes out before this, that's going to add a, however many th- thousands of people that are going to go see this movie. Um, 
So yeah, that 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 just kind of stands out to me here. Uh, Shazam is also not on this list, and we've already had several yes. trailers for Shazam. I think. Shamari, didn't we talk about last week? Uh, the like how DC and you know not again not to get on a James Gunn rant or anything, but like the the way DC has moved, like the their entire twenty twenty three slate becomes largely irrelevant. I mean, because I agree, the only yeah. one of these movies that I'm interested in seeing is Aquaman. And this might be the Aquaman, this might be Aquaman's swan song, <laughs> you know. Yep. So how many people? This movie should be, you know, catapulting Aquaman into the forefront of you know major characters, and instead it's probably the last time we see it. Yeah, um, but yeah, shout out to Aquaman. I mean, I, I mean, you guys know how much I like Aquaman, so yeah, you know, Aquaman definitely would be on my list, of course. And um, I was surprised to see it on the top ten. I was surprised people yeah. even knew this was happening, given all the yeah. turmoil at DC. Yeah, Aquaman. The turmoil probably uh, probably reminded people. Yeah, um, but like, well, like Kendall said though, like, what kind of message um, is that? Like, this is a guy that you're you're you're, you're ousting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is the most popular yeah. movie that you coming out with this year. Yeah, yeah, according to, to fans. So yeah, it's not definitely not good. The Flash, you know, isn't here, which you know, of course, with all the Ezra Miller stuff going on, I'm not exactly complaining about, but you know, it is what it is. Um. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's, there's other non-superhero movies that aren't here, too. Like, the Dune sequel isn't here. Um, I, I actually haven't seen the first one, but I did read through a, a lot of the book, the Dune novel, and that's really good. So I'd imagine the movie, or I heard the movie's really good. And um, Oppenheimer isn't here, which me and Kendall talked about that as well. Um, oh, that yeah, movie that's, that really should was, be on the list, but yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not on the list. I'm, that, that's, that would definitely be on my list. But yeah, there's there's some stuff, you know, definitely some stuff that's not here. But you know, I'm, I agree with you, EJ. I'm surprised Guardians is number one. I, I mean, this may sound harsh, but I don't know if Guardians would be in my top ten. I don't know if he'd uh, be in my top ten either. You know, I'm, I'm being, being honest. And I'm a, honest. I, do a, I do a superhero podcast, and I'm someone who actually, I mean, I'm not surprised you said that because you didn't watch the holiday special. I watched the holiday special now twice. I like the holiday special, and I still don't think it would be in my top ten. Yeah, like, I mean, there you go. I mean, it just it kind of is what it is. It's yeah, Guardians, it's hard to tell know? me, I mean, it's, oh, it's this is the last movie we're doing with this team, and then get me like, okay, like you know, it's kind of like when we, you know, like it's the last season of of a show, like the last season of The Flash right now. It's hard for me to like mm-hmm. then get up, say, okay, well, I know the show's ending, so I, I really want to watch it. I'm the opposite. I'm more of like, okay, I know it's ending, so like I, I'm not, so yeah, no, I'm not in a I rush think, to, to run to that. I so look, call me a fool, call me. Because you know we we've been in the we've been in the we've seen this movie a million times, Doctor Doom, Magneto and WandaVision, uh, you know aerospace engineer, whatever you want to call it. I do think Guardians Three will have a reason to watch the movie that we don't know about at this stage. They're being very quiet, you know. Of course, you know it'll be the debut of Adam Warlock, and we'll see. We might see more Rocket's backstory, blah blah blah. But I think, you know, a, a Nova, a Silver yeah. Surfer, um, you know, obviously a, a, a hint at what the next Guardians team will be. Um, I, I think that there will be some other. So I'm a little bit more intrigued by this movie than maybe you guys are at this stage. But, but I, you know, but again, I, I'm I'm falling under the trap. And if they give me nothing but, you know. A Guardian Swan song, then I'll, I'm going to wind up being disappointed again. So, 
you know, I'll be the fucker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't I think that your 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 Spidey sense there isn't crazy only because it's James Gunn and we know how much he likes to play around with as many characters as he possibly can. And if Feige, knowing this is his last one, decides I'm gonna give you uh I'm, I'm gonna give you more uh more rope here to do to use more characters, do more stuff, um, you know, I, I would feel I would feel really good about maybe seeing something there, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a good point. It is it is a good point uh, that perhaps this is the move we finally get something significant, considering uh, it is Marvel's. This is a May movie, so this is the beginning of super of the blockbuster summer. So could this, this is, even be the movie? This is your Avengers slate. This is your Spider Man slate, and in some other years, like this is the major date. That you're putting this on, so and then we're not talking about all oh, this smooth here because of delays. Like this is what they wanted. So I I have not heard this speculated anywhere. This is not on my time to shine Hello's Twitter account. <laughs> this is not on any sort of uh, Reddit or 4chan post anywhere. But could this also be we? And this this has not been speculated at all. Could this be the movie where we get? a tie-in slash tease to the Fantastic Four. It seems unlikely, but if the Fantastic Four is going to be a cosmic movie... Yeah, I don't think it's crazy only because the Fantastic Four have such cosmic ties. Yes, and the the word is that that will be one of the big differences with this iteration of Fantastic Four is that they will be a lot more cosmic-centric and that, you know, Feige wants it to be more like Star Trek... Um, you know, people speculated we'll get Fantastic Four times in Ant Man. Uh, you know, we've talked about, you know, people thought Wakanda Forever could have Fantastic Four tie-ins, or but what if it's Guardians? And again, that hasn't gotten that's been speculated. Uh, you know, if it's not Guardians, it may never happen. But uh, that's another thing that to to throw out as a possibility. Yeah, I think it is. I can't wait for 2023. I think that this is a very interesting slate of movies we have for both DC and Marvel. Not necessarily your biggest movies. Not like we have Avengers or Spider-Man movie coming out um, or Justice League movie coming out. But just interesting movies and two studios that are in totally different spots right now. Seeing how they play this uh, in this 2023. I think they're, it's very important for both uh, studios. I think for DC, if these movies do great. What the hell do you do if you're trying to rehash, re, re, you know, rehash, rehash and re, rearrange everything? And if you're Marvel, I think it's a, it's a, it's the potential for a bounce back year. Um, you may be doing with some of your secondary franchises, but I think that they, they do see the opportunity entering a new phase to kind of set a new tone uh, for people who maybe did not like the last one. So it will be interesting to watch. It is going to do it for this edition of New Generation Hero Talk course if you enjoyed the show you can catch all of our shows on new generation podcast network you can find it on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud stitcher and tune in also be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel generation media uh follow us individually on social media you can find uh me on twitter ej underscore stewart instagram action ej and tiktok action ej you should find uh shamari on uh instagram and snapchat mc 22 you can find kendall on twitter new gen ken and make sure you follow uh, new generation on social media we're on twitter new generation pod 
Instagram New Generation Podcast. That'll do it for now. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.